Hello, folks. How are you? Welcome to episode 121 of everybody's favorite podcast, Fight League Atlantic Exposure. 121 episodes. Jesus Christ, COVID, go away. I'm sick of doing podcasts. No, I'm not. It's actually a lot of fun. It's done a ton of great things for our brand. So um, keep it up. Anyway, folks, let's get right into it here. we got a fantastic episode sponsored by our friends at Fusion CBD. Check them out, fusioncbdproducts.com, a Canadian-owned company. Uh, this guest we have today, I'm really, really excited. Uh, he's been at this game for a hell of a long time, since 1998 here in Canada. He's a very influential coach in the country. Uh, now, of course, uh, New Era Combat Sports, It's you know there's a lot of really up-and-coming, talented kids coming out of this gym, and it's because of him. Um, he's been at this game like over 50 professional fights all over the world. Obviously, the crew, Mr. Jeff Harrison. How are you, sir? Hey, what's up? I'm good. Awesome, man. Thanks nice for joining us. Nice to see you, sir. How, how's things today? Things are very busy. I'm just uh, just dealing with the tornado that is uh, running three gyms in COVID and trying to keep uh, keep the fighters engaged and uh, you know trying to trying to build back. Uh, the membership, obviously, and, and whatnot. It's been, it's been a trip, you know what I mean? I was very excited for 2020. I had all these, like, hashtags, 2020 vision, and everything was so exciting. And you know what? It's still exciting because uh, I, yeah, that's right. I believe stuff like what happened this year kind of, like, uh, we, weeds out the uh, weeds out the week and, you know, increases the market fair share for the guys with the testicular fortitude to uh, make it through. <laughs> so well said. And it's funny. I, I, I watched a podcast uh, you and you mentioned that kind of before, and that's exactly kind of how I feel, but the way you put it, like how market share, like it's really, it's going to, it's going to be the survival of fittest that are going to come out of this thing. Yeah. I think in recession in terms of like a business sense, like looking at like what it's like right now, like uh, a win isn't a, a win. Isn't, a win isn't a win in like, you know, 2019 terms, a win is a win in 2020 terms and winning is surviving. Yeah. And if you survive, you're going to get through. And if you, and if, and if you get through, you're going to be, uh, you know, reaping the rewards of hard work, determination and grit, because, uh, at the end, there's going to be a lot of people that do not make it. And mm -hmm. those people, those people are going to, those gyms and those other camps and stuff are going to produce people that are looking for somewhere to train in the market. Yeah. Increase or any other business really for that matter. Certainly. It just takes uh, some resilience and 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 like I said, just grit. Yeah. Get, you know? well, fuck. Well, you would know too. Like with three gyms, like most people are having trouble dealing with one, but to have three with this whole thing and and to be successful to keep them all open, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it ha it ha it hasn't been easy, but we're back now to uh, we've surpassed what we were before COVID. I'm so, very impressive. Super exciting, and awesome. now. Now that's with you know like X amount. I don't want to get into details. Whatever. No, no, no. X amount of the percentage of our of our gyms uh, of our gyms former members are still on hold. So once they come back, then we're even. Yeah. My uh, my business partner out here with Fight League Atlanta. He owns also a, a gym out here too. He owns a martial arts gym and then also like a like a a big like gym gym like a good life fitness it's called mo i don't i don't know why i said good it's called motive fitness he'll be pissed that i said that <laughs> but it's motive fitness is what it's called and like they, their members skyrocketed because of this which is great to hear yeah. because that's what it, people should be fucking paying attention people need to pay attention to their own health and i think yeah. i think if you're sitting around and you're 
you're the, you're the kind of person that's like, you know, eating junk food, your immune system's low, you're sedentary. And maybe it's a, maybe it's a wake up call. This whole thing is like, Whoa, I, I was kind of at risk. Maybe I should get my act together. And I think that's mm-hmm. what happened with a lot of people. And it also just puts perspective and sheds light on what's actually important. Um, yeah. in life. And, and, and sometimes, you know, like every, everyone, everyone kind of like witnessed firsthand that a lot of things are fleeting. What's important, yourself, your family, the people you care about, uh, you know, providing for them, uh, you know, and, and not only providing financially, providing someone that's healthy and, and, and able to, to be, be there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Be present. Like, if you catch COVID and you're like 400 fucking pounds of smoking cigarettes, you're probably going to die. Yeah, so it's true. Maybe yeah. you should get on some gloves and start punching the bag there. You know what I mean? I love that. It is, it's, shaming anybody here in this crazy world it is today. Don't want to offend anybody, uh, right? Fuck, I but at the same man. time, yeah, fuck. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know? Yeah, who cares? Like, yeah. I, can, I can. Your health is all you get. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's all right. You like, you might as well stack the odds in your favor. That's it. If you have the ability to do it, you know, and, and sometimes like, you know, people, that's why people like you are successful because you're motivational in that way. And people need a kick in the ass sometimes, like myself included, you know, like that's the way it is. And if you don't like it, I guess maybe it's not going to be the sport for you, but sometimes you just need to suck it up and be like, I need, I need this ass whooping. Every, every, everything you, you need to know to, to be successful in life, you can re- learn through martial arts, I believe. Yeah, yeah. you can adapt everything through it for sure. It's one of those things, you know, if you don't work, you're not going to get it. If you, you know, it's just about hard work, grit, determination. And, uh, and, you know, just, yeah, I've learned a lot about leadership through this whole thing with new era, because like I was always a coach and now I have to be a business guy and a coach and a leader in many other, other, other aspects. And I think leadership comes down to just being, um, just being like unreasonably positive, always just optimistic, always, always seeing that there is a possible way to win, just like fight coaching. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, also you have to address like the, like the very hard truths out there. There's, you know a, I mean? there's a lot to COVID hits. Fuck. People are panicking. I'm like, yes, man, this is going to be a good story when it's over because I'm going to crush it. And you know, that's, that's, that's the narrative awesome. I chose, you know what I mean? And that's the narrative that we chose and like, just, uh, just go for it, man, and like be unreasonably positive, be unreasonably unre- optimistic. Just like in my fight career, like I'd fight anybody, anytime, and I know it. I always have a chance. Sometimes that chance didn't pan out, mm-hmm. okay, right? But you at least got to go down swinging. You at least yeah. got to try. So, uh, yeah, unre- unreasonable positivity, and then also not just being like head in the clouds. You also got to address the facts that that you know there are things to deal with. Yeah. But instead of being like adversity coming towards you and you might have to deal with that, uh, get your, to get your outcome, which is, you know, might seem unreasonable to most people, but you know, I killed it during, during COVID man. We, we crushed it and we're continuing to crush it. So yeah. Fuck you COVID. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Ovation. For new era combat sports, that's good, man. I love hearing because we're kind of the same way. It's like fuck, you can't. There's a yeah, you might hit that roadblock, but you just go around it. There's fuck, there's a way to go around it, man. That's there always is, right? And that old analogy, whether I should be saying it or not, there's more than one way to skin a cat, and it's what we kind of always say here. Like you know, that that's the way. I don't know fucking where that came from, but that's an analogy we use. Scotia's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know where it came. Only when you run out of squirrels, right? 
That's right. How many members are, are uh, like, uh, focused, like, well, I guess not member-wise, but, like, your programs, you have a lot of different programs up there, too. Like, what's your split? Is it uh, majority striking, 50-50, or? Well, like, we, we've encouraged, since since we came back, uh, under the Ontario government and, and, and just the regulations, the rules and regulations that we have to follow, uh, we got rid of all our fitness classes. Uh, we're a sporting club. It's perfect because you know you see a lot of like fitness club this fitness club that they're getting yeah. shut, they're gonna get, they might get, get shut down again but because we have national sporting organizations and provincial sporting sporting organizations we're actually like a, a legitimate sports club much like a soccer club a baseball nice. club, a club or anything wow. else right because we have uh, i don't know if they have that in uh, in nova scotia i think no. they're working on it but um yeah it's good it's 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 good because you know and it's also good for us because it's right on our name Combat sports. We're the first. Uh, we're the first, I believe, combat sports academy in Ontario. I'm not sure if anyone's done that before. Uh, I know there's like one in California, combat sports academy. Um, it's neat. I never like, heard no. Right, but we're not a martial arts and fitness club. We focus on the sporting aspect. We're focusing on, you know, obviously like Brazilian jiu-jitsu. We're focusing on Muay Thai, uh, and, and everything's for a competitive purpose. Now we have a very like small, a small percentage of our. Uh, of our actual membership does compete. Uh, we got, you mm. know, 12, 12, 13, 12 or 14 professionals and then, um, and then about 40 or 50 amateurs, but we have a lot of students, right? Yeah. So a very small percentage, less, less than 10% is actually a competitive person, but we train everybody the same. We don't give them like a, a diet version. We don't give them the margarine of mm -hmm. Muay Thai just because they're there for fitness. We want to equip all of our people with uh, exceptional techniques and, and exceptional training methods and we train everybody like a like a champion and professional and uh i think people really like responded well to that because you don't want to go to a gym where like there's like that special like we obviously have professional training sessions and stuff but like you don't want to go where one person's getting this and the other person's getting that yeah one happens a lot a, a legit like fucking world-class instructor and then you know you got a white uh blue belt that like teaching the rest you know what yeah. i mean you don't yeah want that so like we focused on quality you can see like our, our gym obviously is like very pristine beautiful uh, and yeah we focused on just getting quality coaches in too so producing quality athletes everything just quality and uh people people responded well to it and it's a little bit of a breath of fresh air uh for a lot of like the martial arts yeah lower well, you know it's I think martial, martial arts is an industry man yeah. and like you need to focus on clients and what they need and you need to focus on students and what they need. And it's a customer service industry in the end. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Anybody no question. differently is not going to do well. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean you have to become a McDojo. It doesn't mean you have to sacrifice your integrity. But, you know, you need to serve people. And yeah. I think a lot of it, like the whole, like, the old school way, like even like 10 years ago, five years ago, like everyone wants to serve the black belt. And this, this subservient culture of like me, 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 yeah. where we kind of put this the students we switch spot roles and you know we're at the bottom trying to like do our best huge to really make sure that everybody gets exactly what they need and that helps with retention helps with churn helps with like you know just helps us run a, a good business because the, the product is exceptional that's that's so important man yeah it's so important like i can't i couldn't agree more and it's more important when it's people like yourself that have that attitude. People who are leaders in the community that actually understand that. 
we're like boom and that that's so incredible to see because you know there's still some of that old out there but it seems like it's slowly going away it's going away yeah like people and, are sick of that and, shit. it's like you said realize that you know there's nothing uh there's nothing uh there's nothing hidden anymore no. like maybe back in the 90s like i went to brazil in what 2002 i think and it was like there was like secret See, there was secret shit going on, like that crazy Baja. That no one else, no, no one would like. You wouldn't see that stuff in America or whatever. Not that I was good enough to realize it. Yeah, I yeah. Suck. I still suck at jujitsu. <laughs> whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's like it's not like there's any secrets anymore. Like you got you got a million uh, a million people on YouTube, a million people, you know, just teaching this and teaching that, and yeah. there's easy access to everything. Everything can be accessed, right? So what it comes down to for coaching for me is like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna teach anybody anything that they can't find for free, but I'm gonna teach them how to believe in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, the psychology yeah. is like so important and getting into people's minds. And that that's for fighters, that's for champions, that's for you know anybody. Mm -hmm. You gotta teach them how to believe in themselves and how to how to because if you don't believe in it, the techniques are worthless. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean because I struggle with my own jujitsu for a long time. Like I just got my black belt like two months ago and like I slowly like for a long time struggle with my technique. Like, oh, I suck. You know, I suck. Like I'm not good enough kind of thing. Yeah. Like, my self-confidence is a bad thing for me. But I'm now like my coach has really instilled that. And they're like, fucking no. Why is that? Uh, just like from childhood, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's a whole different podcast. But yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so like it's one thing, like I know exactly what you're in. So to have a coach that can really instill that into somebody, like it's an incredibly powerful thing. And, and you can see that in like someone like Mateo. Like, yeah. Incredible. Well, he's born with it too. He's like, sure. but at the same time, like what, what Mateo did is gone. He Like he hasn't even been fighting for two and a half years. Wow. I think yeah, I, I think he had his first fight in March. So yeah, I think it's been. Just and he's went yeah, a little distance just between two and, the two, half, yeah. two and a half years now, and uh, now he's a top prospect. You know, mm -hmm. I, I've I've presented the idea to bigger shows for him. We're working on some stuff right now. Nice. Uh, you know, he was. We've been we've been flirting with uh, with with uh, Jesse Arnett for a long time. Yeah. And, like that's a good friend of mine, and it's just a friendly kind of like a friendly kind of affair right but i think that would be a great fight for him even though you know a lot of people would say that guy's got like 16 17 wins like, yeah crazy well we just had but, adam mcdougall fight jesse in our main event i would love to see adam you know like mateo's like two fights away i think from getting a from getting the call if he could finish if he could finish those fights mm -hmm. and uh you know super excited about that guy i've never quite met uh well i have but i haven't quite met in a long time someone who's that committed um, you know, he, he literally just has sacrificed everything to chase this dream and that's very commendable. And that's just, yeah, that, with great, with great sacrifice comes great reward. And I believe he'll make it, uh, he'll make it to the top. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. I love hearing stuff like he's, like, he's like kicking the, he's kicking the crap out of some of our Muay Thai champions. He's hanging with some of the, some of the, some of the best guys, you know what I mean? And his jujitsu is on another planet. He wrestles hard. Yeah, he does. He wrestles till midnight sometimes. Like I, I like have to leave. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see you later, because he gets all the wrestling guys in, right? Like, yeah, maniac man. He's a professional and he's very young. And we got a whole crew of like young guys. We kind of trimmed the fat recently and got 
Got Matar? Well, yeah, Matar's Matar's amazing. We're trying to set up uh, a, a, another Muay Thai fight if we can't get something to uh, to transpire for uh, for MMA. Mm -hmm. um, we've shopped these guys off to a bunch of different promotions. Obviously, like we can't really like discuss anything till uh, till a contract's made. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you know, like we got we got a potential professional Muay Thai title fight for Matar. People nice. don't people don't realize how amazing he actually is till you come and spar him. Like I've seen him like like drop people with his eyes after like a couple knees and like and he's just yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah I'm good. like take a knee because they're like, ah! like <laughs> professionals too man and they're like holy shit and he's never even shown how good he is. Matar is like like he's he's out of this this world. You know what I I'd mean? I'd like to see that. Well, that's let's hopefully that uh, let's hope that comes through. Yeah, like. Like he's the best striker at this entire gym. Nice. He does. But I see. I watch a lot of his videos. He puts out. He seems yeah. like a really great teammate too. Yeah. Yeah. Which for is sure. Important. Yeah. He's a, he's a great dude, man. I've I've uh, I I was his day one his day one Muay Thai coach and you nice. know with uh, now he's working here, right? So before he was doing all these things on like half time, you know, very part time, very mm -hmm. part time effort. And now he's like, uh, he's full time, and and this is exciting. This this stuff gets me out of bed because it's not like uh, it's not like we're taking in people that are already established. Like we're building these people up from the ground. Yeah, that's cool. Um, like Taylor McClatchy, one of my girls, she's fighting for a Lion Fight title, professional fight title in uh, in December. Super excited about her. Um, you know, we've had sixty fights now together in the last not even five years. It's crazy. Wow, that's incredible. Stayed busy, twelve belts. Wow. Just yeah, so ready for a big one. Um, yeah, just exciting times. A bunch of young twenty-something-year-olds that just want to take on the planet, and I'm kind of, you know, I'm I'm doing more less uh, less like sparring because like I'm I'm all I'm old and kind of messed up, but like I'm doing less sparring and more just leading and yeah, sure development and all that fun stuff. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm excited, man. It's gonna be as soon as things get back online, like we're we're gonna. You've had your role, like uh, that's the thing, the beauty of it. Like you, like you say, like earlier, you fought and had a shitty, uh, a shitty, uh, uh, a <laughs> shitty. The wrong word came out there. Had a uh, what? I don't know what fucking word I was looking for. Uh, had an incredible. Now I'm really, now I'm really kind of got a foot in my mouth here. Had a great career, but you. What I was trying to say is like, like the fights you'd fight anybody, pretty much. Like you said earlier. So now it's kind of like you can use that experience moving forward and yeah. be like man i can help you in every single way but then if you have the business aspect you're you're providing this platform for these people to come in these kids mm -hmm. that necessarily earlier people didn't have where it was just a nice place where they can come and everything's provided yeah you i know? love i love my i love my i love my students man i love my fighters love is always conditional i think yeah and there's no such thing as like really unconditional love so there are conditions you know what i mean i i have to make sure like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna invest 100% of my energy in someone that's investing 10% of their effort into. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just the way it is. Who's this now? Matara, <laughs> right there. Matara, there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's like it's it's one of those things where, you know, you, you can't. It's it's all about reciprocity. You know, mm. if someone's gonna commit to me and my style and my teachings, I will commit to them, like 100 110%. I love I, I love I love all of my students um you know and 
you know, I can I commit to the ones that commit to me, you know. Yeah, that makes sense though. If you that's and that's the way it should be. If you want to get to the top, you have to believe in the process and and trust what people are teaching you, man. What uh, I wanted to speak to you quickly about uh, your experience of I can't believe I just said that word, shit, man. That's the, that's gonna throw me right off. Uh, my apologies, crew. What? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was shit sometimes. Man. Oh man, what a fucking! No, I won, I won way more than I lost. So. You certainly did, man. No, but uh, anyway, I was kind of talking more uh, MMA and not. Uh, anyway, let's move a fuck on here, Derek, and uh, talk about your experience at least. Like you've been out here, uh, you fought out here before. Uh, you've been out here for seminars. I love it out there, man. Yeah, you enjoy yeah. your experience. Yeah, my 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 father-in-law actually lives out there. So I go oh. out there maybe not this year. It didn't happen this year, but uh, my my father-in-law is like 300 acres in uh, Annapolis Royal. Oh, beautiful! What a great yeah, spot! And you know, TJ, TJ Grant, Scott McLean. You know, the Infusion Show. We were main event. We fought in Mon Barlow for an Infusion World Title uh, when Ashley was still training. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I made my debut out there against Peter McGrath. Yeah, Peter McGrath. That's a sniper. Yeah, he tried to like. Do the remember the Mark Hunt when he butt dropped uh, Vanderlei Silva? Yeah, he tried I to do that. on my back. I don't even know how fighting a kickboxer, but he like tried to butt drop me. He, like just oh, shit. he like cannonballed me. That was the craziest fight. <laughs> Still, I go back there and people are like, "That was the craziest fight I've ever seen." He's it was, awesome. It was absolutely not man. Not yeah. I saw he did like an exhibition last year. Oh really? Still? Yeah. 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 He still he still spars hard. I hear. I haven't seen him in like long. Think, yeah, he spars yeah. hard. That was a really fun fight. That was my first MMA fight at the forum. Yeah. ACC, and then and later Sid Barney came back and uh, fought. I forget the kid's name from TriStar. Oh, what was his name? Some uh, Peltier, some Peltier guy, and he won the bantamweight title out there. Um, you some know, big crowds back in the past. Right. Yeah, that was a small one at the bar. The one at the forum was huge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Roger Hollett was on it, and like TJ was. <laughs> But Scott McLean came out of nowhere and cornered me. That's the first time I met Scott. Awesome. So you probably know my coaches, uh, Jared. My coach, Jared McIntosh. Maybe, maybe you do, Jared and, and Jason Rorson. I've they, heard the names. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever met them. Part of Titans with Peter Martell and, and Kyle and all that gang. Yeah. Oh, Gavin yeah. Tucker, man. Fuck, he's good, eh? Woo! Unreal. He looked so good in his last fight. Yeah, he looked amazing. Really he's good. Yeah. He's got really good uh, good patience for the amount of fight, fights he has. I don't – does he have 10 fights now? I think he's got 12. If Still, that's not a lot of action. No, like that's not a lot. In a lot, like probably – He has he has the skills of a man with like 30, 40 professional fights. Like it's like well, – and, and like I know like, like with, with like there's there's obviously like, like special cases, but he just doesn't – He's fun. He, he must have trained really good, <laughs> really smart. Well, and that's what I was gonna say. Like to a, like you know, but you know what I mean. Like he's a special athlete. But I'm not like you. Like you're like a, a high level coach, and so when you when it comes from some like an actual you know a crew, a master of something, then it's different than somebody like myself. You know, like so when people are spotting it at a high level, now Jesus, he's like, and I noticed the change in a little bit. Like he's changed a lot, like his technique, and, and it's. I think he's been spending a lot more time on like his Muay Thai and his. Yeah, what I like about him is the discipline because everything has a purpose. Yeah, he's so not something that he's doing just by accident. Everything's on everything's on purpose, and that's actually what I really like. If I'm going to build somebody, like I want to, I want to, like make sure that that's part of it. You know what I mean? Everything has a purpose, whether mm -hmm. it's breath, whether it's a step, whether it's a hand here, whether it's a hand there, 
whether it's, you know, just like trying to be like technically sound as possible is like super, super important. Wasted energy. Yeah. And like, obviously like we send the guys in and they have to learn uh, for themselves and and, and experience as the best teacher. So like, there's obviously going to be blunders. And for Mm -hmm. a guy like Mateo, if you watch his first, his second fight, like crazy flying knees and thinking he's like this and that and like, it's okay, man. It's your second. Yeah, time. mistakes Never. happen. Yeah. You train for less than a year, and you're on. You're fighting on fight, UFC Fight Pass. You know what I mean? It's okay. Big okay. pressure. You know, yeah, big pressure, and uh, and just like, just experience, man. Experience is the best teacher. The ring's the best teacher because there's only truth in there. Cage is the best teacher. There's only truth. Mm. You know, it'll yeah. show you exactly what you did right and exactly what you did wrong. You know? Yeah, there's no, there's no bullshit. It's not like a club for like, sure. Call it the chamber of truth or whatever, but when you get in there, everyone's gonna know if you ran. Everyone's yeah. gonna know if you did the drills. Everyone's gonna know if you wrestled. Everyone's gonna whatever. You know what I mean? And and uh, it's just such a cool, uh, such a cool experience. Yeah, that's the thing. That's something I, you know, I I, I struggle with my own jujitsu competition, so I can't imagine getting in in the cage or in you know the ring or whatever. So I commend anybody that does it. I think it's super impressive. I love jujitsu competitions because no one's watching. Yeah, <laughs> man. like seventy fights, bro. Like it's like you know what I mean. Different for you, right? Yeah, like I just warm up then go 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 choke no one's watching like maybe yeah the teammates everyone's looking like oh no i got to go against him yeah no no, no way. not really though i am not that i'm not that anything special at jiu-jitsu i'm so broken from uh from all the muay thai from all the muay thai yeah camps man i had a lot of fights fall through too like i probably had like 120 training camps <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. i wanted to ask you right quick about uh adam hunter Yes, you know he's a good East Coast boy. You know he's super, uh, wonderful guy. Um, he spent a lot of time up there with you too, right? Yeah, yeah, we get we did some good things together, man. We knocked out some UFC veterans and and uh, you know we did we won won a couple belts together. You know he's got uh, he's he's probably like the most game day oriented athlete that I have ever really? seen. Well, not ever, but like, you know how there's guys that look good in training and look good in fights. Yeah. And then there's guys that like look good in training and suck in fights. Adam's like the opposite. <laughs> 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 flip switch. When that flip switches, man, or that switch. Flip, flip, flip. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But man, he just shows up and hurts people, man. And like, you're like, is this going to work? Like he's fighting a good guy. And then he's just like, Bang kick and it's like okay, my boy. Yeah, it worked. It worked. Like it's like oh my toe. (laughs) Interesting. Running up hills, you know, like just like I'm not saying he isn't good in training because he is, right? Yeah. He just he's one of those guys that really rose to the occasion when it was fight time, and it's a it's such a such a such a mess what happened, and it's like man, it, it 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 follows that stuff follows you for the rest of your life, and it's unfortunate, but. You know, I think he'll be back soon. What's that? I think he'll be fighting soon. I think back, back. I think he wants to like, fight. He's going to fight Mark Andre Barrio, like your first fight back after a two-year suspension and all the, all the the crap that came along with that. You know, it was uh, it was a little much, but again, like that's fucking fighters fight, man. Right? Warriors, war, warriors go yeah. to, war. and you can't say you're you can't say you're a warrior if you don't accept all challenges. No, so, it's true. You know, you know what I mean? But like a warrior, I always consider myself 
uh, a warrior and, and some some guys are athletes some guys are warriors and then some guys are both yeah they're both are absolutely frightening yeah 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 very true very true yeah it's i'm always impressed with people who can shine like who can who can do that like it's like we, you know it's all cliche it's in the club it's like i i attribute to even a hard training session in the club to me if jujitsu is like gentleman's hockey that's what i look like i'm going for a really good sweat good competition or whatever but you know like it's, it's certainly not you know like but when you can go in there and the lights are on and people are watching stuff phew, mm -hmm. it's an impressive thing yeah man it's neat it's it's mostly in the mind you know what i mean yeah you believe you just have to believe in it you have to believe that it's going to happen you have to believe that your skill set uh and not just your knowledge but your actual skill set because there's a huge difference between those two things right like you have to believe that everything is sound and then you have to get in there and just and just do it right and mm -hmm. i've created uh i created that's a it's kind of a douchebag thing to say but i've, I've had a hand in helping many a champion and many, many, many championship belts and Certainly. national champions and provincial champions, world champions over the years. Um, you know, and, uh, and it's not about the, it's not about the skills, you know, it is to a certain extent, but it's about like believing in those skills, you know, give me a guy with 50% of the skills and a hundred percent of the confidence to use them <laughs> as opposed to the other way around. You get people that are just perfect technically, but they're like shy yeah, it's not it's not the same thing right yeah you, know? you gotta be willing it's like tj was on before you know talking about like his concussions like it's part of the like you got to be willing to get in there and get hit like it's just it's kind of like you said you can't be half in half out like you gotta be there's no half measures in anything no if you if you invest 50 percent, you'll get a 50 percent if you're if you're perfect at it right yeah <laughs> true enough yeah, like, that's great. you gotta you gotta go all in or or all out you yeah. know in, but yeah, very, that's yeah kind of we, very well said any that's kind of what we like preach here at the gym and trying to get people on board with that yeah where's the main location um uh, uh we have one in Orleans, or we have a new one in orleans that opened about three weeks before covid hit lockdown mm -hmm. then we have uh canada uh, which is where i am right now which is march road and then we have our Nepean, which is our first baby. And that was not even open three years ago. It was open. November 17th will be a three-year anniversary. Beautiful. And That's incredible. Whew. Yeah, it's like uh it's like a lot, it's a lot of work, but it's very rewarding. It's very worth it. And it's good to have uh have people that are able to pursue their passion and make a living doing it mm -hmm. because of, uh, of what we're what yeah, you're created together. And it's good to have people pursuing professional dreams and world titles and, you know, chasing, you know, ascension and greatness within the sport of mixed martial arts, which in my opinion is the best sport in the world. Uh, it's good to facilitate that, you mm -hmm. know, it's very cool to see, and they will make it. That's know? awesome. We're not the big gym yet. You know what I mean? And I don't know if I really ever want to be. But like That's the, the thing, right? Like, people, like the people that, that, that are, that are doing work here and, are getting very very good and and, and they're going to win fights and they're going to make it to to bigger things and and we'll be known on a world level and it's just a matter of time like three years in you know like yeah that's super impressive yeah man mm -hmm. give, us, give us another couple you'll see well hopefully i'd love to line up some fights out here with you know right now uh what we're hearing and we're, we're we booked two dates for early 2021 right. um but um what I believe is we're only allowed, as of right now, maritime-based athletes. 
Now, what if someone quarantined prior? I think that's okay. Yeah, yeah. So two weeks prior kind of thing. So <laughs> I think a lot of, and the thing is like, you know, like we, some people are like, we spoke about it. And it's like, I bet nine, nine out of 10 athletes would, would do that mm-hmm. really. Cause people yeah. are dying for opportunities right now. Like, you know, that's like, we're actually quite shocked. We're, we're hoping the UFC, like UFC fight pass gives us a call or something, you know, like we would love yeah. to get involved with them at some point. You know, we think our product, maybe once we can get some better fights on there, yeah. Like not better fights, but like more consistent fights, right? I'm looking at promoting uh, some stuff myself. You know, like uh, we were looking, like I was supposed to have two big shows. I do big shows down. That, at, that's I wanted to ask you about Park that. And you know, we have thousands of people come out to amateur Muay Thai events, and it's like big, right, big fights. You know, and and then and if we did that pro, which we which we could, because like um, you know, I'm working closely with like uh, a lieutenant who runs Lumpany Stadium, and he wants to bring high level Asian. Wow. And, uh, to come to come fight, have an Asia versus Canada fight, you know what I mean? And, and it's cool. something that's funded actually by like the the Thai government if it plays out. You know, oh. they they got approved. Like we could do like big things with a big budget. Like a big, yeah, big, yeah, like a big TD place, five thousand people, kind of. Awesome. Well, like big event. Like an infusion. I'm very confident that we can make that happen because because uh, the experience. Like I've been promoting shows since I'm 24. I'm 39 now. That's a long. Yeah, time. 15 years. Yeah. Sorry. And I, I've, I've never had a show lose money. I've never had a show that hasn't been, you know, a success fight wise, matchmaking and whatever. And, uh, and, you know, I really look forward to bringing that to like a professional arena uh, on a consistent basis with, with proper funding, proper sponsorship, you know, like I've, I've got some, some big, some big aces in the sleeve and uh, you know, this year was going to be our year. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen. Right. But just a hiccup. Yeah, whatever. Just a hiccup, man. It just, you can let things like this beat the, the strength out of you or beat the strength into you. It's done yeah. nothing but increase my resolve. And again, like, man, like, that's awesome. It's just, yeah, that's it. Like, be a success, man. That's it. There's no yeah. other option. What's the other option? Like, oh, man. It's a completely reasonable time to, like, just be down on yourself and be like, I could close these. I could have, we could have closed the gyms. We could have stopped. We could have, mm-hmm. like, and everyone would have understood. Oh man, COVID, the COVID got us, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or like just. But it's, it's an excuse, too, right? It's like no different than I didn't want to run. Yeah. You know, like in some, you know, like a lot of clubs, I know they uh, they pivoted and they switched and they went to and just shut down and then reopened once it was over in a different location or whatever they need to do, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. That's why I did want to talk to you about that, about promoting events and stuff, because, you know, like you mentioned again before, like a lot of people in, are in it like you know one one event or two events or whatever and in this whole thing about like growing the sport you know like it, this old cliche and i used to say it too when i first i was like i want to grow the sport but deep down it fuck i never made a dime when i grew the sport in five years later no one gives a shit yeah so, so grow your business yeah and then you will be able to grow the sport there People you go backwards, right People wanna. People wanna. Very true. Like, if 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 you have a successful business, you will want to do it. Your wife will want you to do it. <laughs> Family will want you to do it. Your students will want you to do it. If it makes you miserable and you lose money and you're like, whatever, it's not gonna be the same, man. You know, mm-hmm. grow grow the business, and as a result, you're gonna be able to do more marketing. You're gonna be able to ha- know that, know that your product's gonna be successful. You're gonna be able to like you know expand horizontally, but first you gotta kind of like extend vertically and like like make sure that you like are able to make turn a profit. 
because if, if there's no profit, then, you know, what's, what's the point? Well, there is a point. And the point is to grow the sport, but long-term with people's lives, if you, if you're, if you're starting a charity or a nonprofit, then good, grow the sport, mm -hmm. <laughs> call it the MMA fund. Fucking yeah. Yeah. Send back to the, the people, whatever. But if you're yeah. treating it like a business, you might as well try and make it a successful business because that's essentially what business is, is exchanging some kind of value for some kind of value. People are going to pay money to come watch your fights because they value the experience that you're going to put. Yeah. yeah. Right? So if you like, if it's a shitty, yeah, that's the thing. It's like the old, you know, down an airport, you can obviously put your mask on first before you can help somebody else. And it's, it's kind of like that, right? Like if you're not providing something good like that, yeah. no one's going to like, you're yeah. Sure. I don't want to say I'm greedy or selfish, but it's just no. Not, but it's it's the, you've seen you've seen a, you've seen how many, how many people have we seen start start events in Canada and just again fizzle off. Even some of the great ones, man, they mm -hmm. just it fizzles off, right? But uh, you know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna try throw my throw my uh, my name into the hat for being a professional mixed martial arts promoter, which I'd like to do eventually. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I want to do it right. Yeah. I want to build people right. And I want to build the sport right. And to do that, I believe you need to make profit. Right? You need Couldn't agree more, man. You can pay the fighters correctly so that you can pay your bills, so they can whatever. So you don't have to hide from this guy and hide from that guy. Trust me, mm -hmm. man. I was a fighter for many years. Do you have gas money? See you later. You know what I mean? Do you have this? Do you have that? Do you yeah, that's the shit. Do you pay for my medicals? You know, like, and yeah, um, yeah I just, I don't know, man. I'd like I to think throw my name in the hat and and get a promotion going but again just time time will tell you gotta go where the go where the punches knock you and well that's it man with your experience it's just a matter of time right it's your experience and it's just when when you can fit in the schedule is, is pretty much what it is right so that'll happen no big deal any uh any advice for uh for anyone you know in business or or you know kind of dealing with the whole thing obviously you've came out of this for anybody just listening as well this is uh crew jeff harrison uh, out of new era combat sports uh, yeah advice for for business owners going through this kind of thing and how can they be successful like yourself man uh invest in in knowledge like uh read read books <laughs> you know what i mean business books. yourself and mostly just don't forget to hustle right like you got to go for it man it's uh it's one of those things where a lot of people i think are just paralyzed by the fear of commitment to something or fear of decision making what do I do? What do I do? And then it's too late, right? The moment I heard there was a lockdown, I was like, online, boom, posted ad like that day. You know what I, I remember mean? Remember that, yeah. You can't wait. You can't wait. You got to go. You got to be first. It's just like fighting. Be first or be last. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you got to you gotta go, man. You got to go hit the guy or else he's going to hit you. It's you were like, doing like big online classes right away. Big online classes. We actually, we actually, you know, we, we signed up a reasonable amount of people online and then and then when we came back like the uh the numbers really exploded and uh Fantastic. it's just it's just one of those things where just always look to position yourself like to to be in a spot where people want to be around you where people want to be around your people where people want to join your tribe you know what i mean if you're constantly complaining and fucking being a negative person yeah. and, and you know F this, F that. Breeds, yeah, you can't do it. You just got to be positive. You got to try and be the light because people are attracted to light. Yeah. Things grow in the light. Things things perish in the darkness. You know what I mean? And and that's that. that's, that's really it's, all there is, man. Like like if you, if you're a positive person, especially in negative times, like today, this world, like 
man, it's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. But if you're a positive guy, unreasonable optimism, still address the hard facts, you're going to win. Yeah, people, people want that. People, people need that right people, now, especially. They're going to want to learn from you, man. And I think mm -hmm. that's, uh, you know, that martial arts, the industry in general, is is it fills in a lot of voids and gaps that uh, that regular society, the school system, kind of leaves, leaves open. You know what I mean? It teaches you a yeah. lot great lessons on how to build character traits uh, like resolve, tenacity, like resilience, you know, virtue mm -hmm. and stuff. Like just, man, it, it's so important, man. It should be part of the school system. It right really now. is. I said that in the podcast the other day, like economics, learning how to fight and learning how to hunt or, or feed yourself, you know, like those three things, like learning how to look after your money. Yeah. You know, lear learning how, how to fight. Like, fuck, yeah. I don't care. I don't need to know where fucking bc is right now in great like grade three i don't like i'll figure it out <laughs> so you your taxes in grade three <laughs> yeah yeah maybe maybe yeah good point yeah. I, guess. No, I know what you're saying man they should have they should definitely have uh things in the school system like to to provide real life experience and you know what martial arts is the biggest thing for me and what i tell parents and what i tell clients is it teaches people how to fail yeah you can't buy it your mom can't beg for it you can't like you can't like is like you can't you know make a fuss and and, and get a skill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you accept the knowledge, absorb the knowledge, and then the only way to make that into a skill is to practice it and lose. And there's no shortcuts. Mm -hmm. That's it. Failure, yeah. and you're gonna fail over and over and over again doing it until you get it. And then you get a kid that's like, I couldn't do a one two three months ago. Now I can do a one two. Perfect. And then he's like, oh, what else can I do? Now I'm going to learn me. Now I'm going to do this. And he's like, okay, now what else can I do? And they're like, okay, they get out of high school. They're like, now what else can I do? And that's when they go off to like medical school or when they become uh, become a lawyer. Like I have so, yeah. so many like of my kids, quote unquote. You know, I know I'm young still, or at least I look young. But but still a huge yeah. part of yeah, man. Yeah. I got so many interesting and motivational and just inspirational people that uh, you know have gone on to be champions, uh, not just in the ring in the cage, but also in life, because because the rules the rules uh, of the fight game apply to everything. Yeah, the foundation. The foundation, man. The seed was planted. I love it, man. I love that. Well, with any, I guess we don't need to go any further, man. That's a nice mic drop. Uh, you have a wonderful day. Uh, that's the first of uh, hopefully many podcasts we can get you on in fight cards with uh, your athletes in the future. These fight cards, are yours, man. Yeah. Got to get cracking, bro. That's it. Fingers crossed. So uh, we're, we're not far you know, away, man. People like you, uh, you know, doing a podcast from your closet or wherever you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty much. It's, it's the hard work of people people like you, the upstarts, the people that are willing to put on the line that, that this sport is able to continue to grow. Thank and, you, man. Uh, you know, so thank you because uh, that. that's that's key man you know like without without your hard work and losing probably losing money or whatever i don't know i don't know what your situation is yeah you no know, guys like you that are willing to put it on the line there's no there's no mma so you know it's not mm -hmm. it's not the best business to get into but it's a one of passion and that's eventually it. It work out just keep keep doing it that's it man well for us like we you know we're not we're not shy to say like we came out of we came out of our first event we're all gay we're <laughs> we're okay good so, <laughs> the, the, the words are spitting out very well today um, <laughs> but yeah so we're okay like we we actually we we didn't uh we didn't lose money let's just That's say good. that so after one event we're pretty impressed like but it's it, first event in mma oh i thought you had two or three no that was our first one 
Yeah, we did a lot of grappling events back in the day. But it's it's the thing is like that's why it's surrounding ourselves with people like you, like people who can constantly give us advice and be like, do this, do this, because it's we got to learn. We we are still young. Like one event, we don't we have fuck. We were doing that event. Like, what is going on? What are we yeah. doing? What do we first get ourselves into? For me as promoter, and I know we're going like probably overtime. We're first time no, no. is like having just the sponsors. It's worth the it's worth the time on the road. It's worth the time in the in the in in the meetings. It's worth the time to make sure that everything is paid for before you sell a single ticket. Mm -hmm. Interesting. If people hustle and, and it's too stressful. If like, it doesn't make it fun. If you're like, if you're waiting on ticket sales and no one shows up, you're fucked. You're pretty and, much fucked. Yeah. So, man, sell, sell out of sponsorships. Like, man, I'll send you my packages if you want. Like I'm pretty free with my information. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd love to chat with you about that. You're not a competitor, but like, just make sure everything's paid for. And then every single ticket you sell, every single table you sell, every single booze that you sell, mm -hmm. Profit, it's right? interesting because like all that like because i hear like people talk about promotions and like we had like like this amount of sponsorship I'm like wow that's interesting and i don't know if it's east coast money's a little bit different out here i don't but to me i don't i don't know if the, like people are a little more conservative but to me i don't think that is either it's the it's the right people yeah just right? talk to people probably yeah, I and mean, we don't charge like it was our first event, so we were kind of like our, our first event. We were like, oh, how do we kind of ask for sponsorships when people don't know who what we're doing, really? It's exciting to so, be part yeah. of our first event, man. See, we need you on our sponsorship team. <laughs> All right, perfect. Let's stop. All right, perfect. All right, Mr. Uh, Mr. Jeff Harrison, crew, Jeff Harrison, thank you for joining us, man. Uh, first of many, I won't uh, keep up your day. You have a wonderful rest of your day, and uh, we'll chat soon. Thank you, man. And keep crushing it, buddy. Okay, you too. Take care. Fantastic, folks. Uh, crew Jeff Harrison, that was a great chat. It's nice to have people on the episode that, uh, that you know, they're, they're comfortable chatting and, and have a lot of knowledge to share, too, because for me, it's so important to learn. You know, as I said earlier, you know, we're just – we're, it's our first event as MMA. You know, I, I shouldn't say it's, I, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I have a lot of experience promoting events, but it's so important to always be growing and learning from people who have done this sport and been around the sport forever. So, uh, you know, Jeff is someone that uh, I've followed for a long time and certainly look up to. So thank you for joining us, Jeff. Again, folks, this episode is sponsored by Fusion CBD Products. Uh, check them out, fusioncbdproducts.com. Uh, a fantastic Canadian company out there sponsoring and helping, helping and uh, supporting a lot of jiu-jitsu, professional jiu-jitsu out there. And, uh, yeah, I can't believe I still said uh, he had a shitty career during that podcast. That was a bad segue. Anyway, thanks for understanding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we're out of here. Another episode. We're back tomorrow with uh, Toshido MMA head coach and one of the icons of Canadian MMA, Mr. David Lee. Same time tomorrow, 4 o'clock AST. Thank you, folks, for joining us. Lots of love. We'll see you then. <laughs>